Hello, and welcome to the Career Builders Podcast. I'm Mike Bird. And I'm Stacey Pollack. And today we're going to talk about the idea of starting slow to go fast when you're starting out in a new role. And this is a really timely topic for the two of us because we're both almost three weeks into new jobs, each one of us. Stacy, do you want to start this off by just maybe giving a bit of background on what you're now doing? Yeah. So I just accepted a role in a tech organization as well, and I'll be working as a learning specialist in one of the newer departments. So my main focus is going to be on things like new hire onboarding and just building out learning plans for people. It's interesting, right? You're obviously living the experience of joining a new company as am I, but then one of your responsibilities is to help other people join the company in a successful way. So we're just like super meta here at this point. I love it. Yeah. I mean, to just to give you a context of how like slow it can be, like I thought I was done the onboarding and then turns out I actually missed like nine modules of it. My colleague was like, you're done. How it's so quick. I was like, you're not <laughs> done. And it's three weeks in and I completely missed half the content and it's my job to like know and deliver this content. So, mm, okay. Lot, yeah. Lots of learning. Yeah, and uh, probably the right amount of pressure to get it done so that you can turn around and help other people who are, are following you following you through the door. Yeah. I mean, my girlfriend has also started a job at the same time as the two of us, and she's so in this three-week period of, of really just going slow and building up. And then for me, just to give context to the dear listener, uh, my role is a sales-based role working in an ed tech startup. It's called rafter r-i-f-t-r and just has been a really eye-opening experience so far a mix of really trying to take my time in understanding what we're doing what our platform is about but also um, learning a whole bunch of new skills and workflows let's dive into this a little bit more on a more broad generic kind of look so i mean the idea of starting slow why is this a good thing in your opinion Sure. Uh, well, depending on your personality type, this is very like salient for me right now because I just did the Enneagram test. I don't know if you've ever done that, but my personality type is like the seven. So it's like a strong visionary, likes to jump in, take action, do a million things without ever stopping. So it's in my nature to want to do that. And while that can be very good sometimes, um, in many cases, it doesn't necessarily help you get a full picture of what you're doing. It doesn't really help you understand the lay of the land. And it doesn't really help you to understand like how you could be most effective and how all the pieces work together. Um, if you're, it's a different story if you're coming into a role where you know, you're backfilling someone and everything's on fire and you have to just take action right away. But that's not the case for me right now, luckily. So I'm trying to be really mindful of like how I'm approaching people and just trying to really get a better understanding for like the context, the team, the culture before trying to like flex anything or do anything. Yeah, I hear what you're saying there. And I appreciate that distinction between jumping into something that is really new for everyone at the company if the role is something that hasn't really existed before, which is true in my instance. So I can chat about that. But yeah, sometimes you enter, enter a situation where there's a, a vacancy and the the house is burning down in some parts and you have to kind of put out some fires um, quickly. 
but then also familiarize herself with the rest of the house. I mean, could you chat a little bit about sort of what you see as being uh, like some of the common things that people are doing? You talked about your own learning modules, but what are some of the other experiences of folks around you right now? I think it's pretty similar. Everybody on my team is relatively new, like two months to a year even. And when I kind of ask people like, Hey, like, what have you been up to? They're like, I don't know. We're still figuring it out. So I think it's good to always have that attitude of like, I'm still figuring it out and I'm still trying to learn. Uh, I know that eventually I'm going to have to, you know, shift my brain from like learning and observing to actually doing, but for now, um, that's what the people around me are mostly doing as well. And it's good because we can all, we all have different interests or our research and our context and like detective work kind of takes us into different directions where maybe I wouldn't think to look, my colleague is going super deep in and then we can quickly share information with one another. Uh, so that's, that's my experience with my teammates as well. What about you? What's it been like for you in that regard? Yeah, it's been really exciting. I mean, everyone around me is kind of looking at the work that I'm doing as being pretty exciting, pretty experimental. Uh, I'm a combination of a front end lead generating sales representative, which is not something that I have a ton of direct experience with. Um, and I'm kind of catching up on that versus more of the back end account management, closing of a deal. Uh, building relationships, nurturing people um, who are coming into the company and interacting with us over time. That is something I have a little more familiarity with. And so it's just been a lot of, okay, here's an objective. Let's figure out a way of getting it done. Let's try out this. If it doesn't work, we'll do that. Uh, we'll go from plan A to plan B. And I would say that one of the things that's happened to me is that what I I thought my objective was kind of moving around a little bit in the first couple of weeks. Um, that's sort of how, how new and experimental this whole thing is. And it just got a lot more clear at the start of this week, exactly what we're trying to get done. And so my week has actually been, I feel a lot more productive and better guided because, mm -hmm. you know, as we've slowly arrived at more clarity around what I'm trying to do, I can go faster now. Yeah. And I think that's, a good point to touch on is that you need to build clarity first before you go in guns blazing, because when you take that guns blazing approach without the proper again, context information, you don't know whether you're tripping over like something really thorny or you're stepping on someone's toes or, you know, you're just completely way off track. So yeah, I think that's a really good approach. Thanks. Yeah, it, it kind of came to a bit of a head for me in a meeting earlier this week where uh, I was in front of several colleagues, including my, my CEO, and just could see that while we're making some progress, uh, we, we had to steer the ship a little bit back towards something that uh, was, was more on her priority list, which makes perfect sense. And I think when you're starting out, it, it makes a lot of sense to take your time and understand like what are the really high overarching objectives of not just your role, but like of, of the company that you're working for. I think we get a sense of these things when we're going through a hiring process, mm. uh, but we're outsiders when we're going through that. We're, we're starting to get in, but it's a really different world once you come into an organization. Yeah. Have you been doing a lot of networking? I've been trying to do that. It's been uh, certainly within my team of six in total, 
I've had some time with uh, all but one of those members just, you know, set aside to have a sense of what their day-to-day is like. And also just to get a sense of who they are as people. Uh, I think there's a really important thing. I mean, you and I are both in, correct me if I'm wrong, we're both in fully remote roles. And so bumping into people at a physical water cooler is not going to happen. So you really have to, in this case, sort of manufacture that kind of connection. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also part of the going slow part is like, you don't want to jam your calendar up right away with work because you do want to give yourself that time to be very intentional about like setting up coffee dates and just giving yourself time to reach out to people and figure out who it is that you actually need to have like strong alliances with. So Mm -hmm. like my first couple weeks have just literally been back to back to back to back coffee dates with people. That's awesome. And what, how do those conversations that you have in those coffee dates typically go? Depending on the time of the day and how many chats I've had, I'm probably like much more energetic and wanting to get to know people on a personal level in the mornings. And then by the end of the day, I'm more just like, okay, I just need to know what you do and you know, who you are and how we're going to work together. But I try to keep my energy levels up, but it definitely gets a bit tiring at the end of the day. But yeah, some are just like much more casual. Like, what do you like to eat? Who are you? Some are much more formal. Like, here's my role. Here's how we're going to work together. Um, I just got off of a chat with someone who I haven't seen since I was 13. We went to summer camp together. So we just had like a chit chat. Um, he invited me into all the appropriate Slack channels that I needed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think just like really trying to just figure out like who's who, try to keep it light and breezy for now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to know, so aside from ending up in the right Slack channels, what do you see as some of the other benefits of having all these conversations? Yeah. Well, my organization right now is really growing quickly. And I think just understanding the different like components of the business and knowing on who you can tap, tap on for certain things is really important. Um, I've always been like a very big proponent of it's like, not what, you know, it's who, you know, mm-hmm. and especially in the kind of role that I'm in, it's very like information based. Like I'm, I'm like a knowledge worker right now. So I need to know who I need to go to. I need to know who has like the information and who can help speed the process up. So in that regard, it's very helpful to, again, just like tap on anyone, you know, ask them if they know anyone I should reach out to ask those people if they know anyone I should reach out to and just start building your like mental network. Yeah. What about, what about you? What, what have your coffee chats been like? Yeah. A mix of understanding what people's experiences have been. Uh, I'm talking mainly about the other guys uh, in sales. And I say guys just simply because our our sales team is an all male group at the moment. Um, And hearing there are some people that have done, work similar to what I'm doing now and learning just to sort of hear what, how they ramped up, how they got into their role and started to have success. What's worked for them, what didn't work for them. Anything that I can do to learn from somebody else will accelerate my own mm-hmm. process of, of growing into the role. Um, so, and, and mixed with just sort of trying to understand, like you were hinting at the person, uh, I have this great colleague who, uh, yeah, we're in tech sales, but he also runs a farm. He lives on a farm. Oh, that's fun. So, uh, shout out to Andrew, if you end up listening to this episode, but it's a really interesting opportunity, right. To just sort of be curious 
and just dig into like how, how do these folks do it all or how have they been able to learn from, from what they've yeah. done so far? And it helps me. Yeah. Yeah. And to add on that too, if you want to, you know, do good work with people, there needs to be a certain level of trust and to kind of start building that trust early on, you want to have a good solid friendship with them. So before you start diving into like, Hey, can you deliver me this? Can you get me that? It's probably good to have a bit of a foundation. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, uh, in the same way that I talk to job seekers about the relationship comes before the referral, when you're looking for a job, you know, the relationship can come before the ask in a lot of cases when you're starting out. That's cool. Can we chat a little bit about just how your confidence, my confidence, someone's confidence in starting out can really be built up over this, the course of these early weeks? Yeah. I mean, I think I feel super confident, but I am definitely at the same time, extremely nervous. Um, I really want to do a good job. I don't want to there's these like big lofty ambitious goals that I'm not used to working with because I've worked in like much smaller organizations with much, I guess, like less expectations of me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I want to do a good job. I want to, you know, make sure I'm not doing anything that will like impede my success here. So, uh, just making sure I'm asking like a ton of questions and that helps me just, you know, know what I don't know and avoid walking in any minefields but also being like totally honest with people that I don't know what I don't know and that I want to do a good job and, you know, to bear with me while I get myself supported. So it's a lot of like self-talk. You have to just be kind to yourself and remind yourself that it's okay not to feel super comfortable and know, you know, you don't have to know everything right away. I think there's, if you're like a high achiever, there's a lot of pressure to want to, you put on yourself to want to know everything all at once, but um, I try to remove that and just, you know, engage with as much information as I can each day and then close my, close my laptop and just start again the next day. What about you? How's it been? Yeah. I mean, uh, something kind of similar in that, um, you know, I, I do feel a sense of sort of pressure, sort of stress, sort of a driver motivation to really be able to start delivering on some of the things I was hired to do. And it's starting to show up, um, but it, it's been slow. And I think being okay with that, especially when something like sales, which is all like super quantitative and super measurable, um, being around people that are having success and being like, Ooh, I have to, I, I have a bar that's set up for me to go and chase can be, can be challenging. But at the same time, the message from my colleagues has been take your time. Uh, get to know what you're doing, build the foundation and, and don't be too stressed out about it. Um, but that's been, that's been kind of the narrative for me. So I do feel very excited each day, but I loved your point around, you know, you, you go out, you go all out in the day and then you step away from your work yeah. and relax and let it, let that new information assimilate because otherwise you're just likely to burn out and not learn, not retain as much as you think or as much as you'd like to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about, you know, balance and recharging and that's part of going fast, going slow to go fast is letting yourself recharge and not burn out because, mm -hmm. you know, it's like when I was in university, you know, I could study well into the night or I could just like go to bed and get, 
you know, the same amount of work done in the next day, just with a fresher brain and have the same outcome. So I've always been a big proponent of like rest and recharge. And like, if I start working in, at night, it's going to take me like five hours to do what I could spend one hour doing the next day. So I try to take that mentality with me to work as well. And you know, I've never been like big on the whole optics of like being the last one to sign on mm. or any of that. It's like not my jam. So yeah, I think it all plays into that moving slow to move fast idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, I think learning how to kind of recombine work with the rest of your life, like to have solid integration. Cause for me, my routines have been a little bit thrown off. I have one more variable in the fold and that is my yeah. new 10 week old puppy. Yeah. That's that'll throw a wrench in the routine for sure. Yeah. Just when you think you're going to crush two hours of, you know, uh, researching prospects and, and reaching out you have to take someone out for a PP break and there goes your focus. Um, but certainly taking the time to reset your routine. And I like what you mentioned in terms of for some people who are really good and strong energetically in the morning, learning how to put certain tasks in a time where you feel like you have the energy to do them in an efficient way, instead of doing them in five hours, doing them in one, like you suggested. Uh, Cause that's been true for me. And I, I'm, I'm a lot like you in that mm-hmm. the, the morning is sort of a period of incredible productivity. And I slow down quite uh, sometimes quite dramatically in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People talk about it as onboarding and Oftentimes in sales, we talk about ramping up Mm -hmm. and like that sort of pattern of accelerating over time. You've lived it a few different times in your life. Like what else have you learned from the process of joining a new company? Yeah, I think just every company is so different in terms of culture and every team is so different and every dynamic is so different. And one thing I would say is like consistent across the tech organizations that I've worked at is people are not stuffy, mm-hmm. like as compared with more corporate organizations, I feel like I'm always kind of tiptoeing the line between like what I should say, if I should crack that joke, if that's inappropriate. Um, so there's like a lot of, and that's like another example of like going slow to go fast is like, take, take time to figure out your colleagues. Like if they're a little bit more open, you can kind of shoot the shit a bit more with them. But if they're more reserved, like maybe don't, or like wait <laughs> and just like get to know your audience a bit before you start, you know, doing whatever it is you're going to do. Um, but yeah, the ramp up, like the ramp up period is just so different. Like in my last job it was one of those scenarios where I just, you know, I started in the job and there wasn't very much onboarding into the company. It was just, you know, projects handed to me here. It's much slower. Like I just, it's been three weeks and I literally just got my first like task. Mm. And I think that it's just like a much better way to go about onboarding. Um, Cause I feel a lot more comfortable with the context now. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah. I mean, the, uh... It's been, I've been well supported in the roles that I have uh, started in the last couple of years. This is my second new start in a job in about a year and a half. And I remember being on a lot of calls in that first week with my direct supervisor and just really taking advantage of those moments to ask questions and it being an opportunity for me to, to be 
a total beginner. And I think in a sense that I'm still every day, I'm, I'm a beginner in the sense that I'm learning new things. I think that's just been a very healthy mindset. Um, the, the thing that's been great is I don't have to, you know, check in with people quite as much now in week three as I was in week one. And I think that's a sign that you're starting to ramp up and you're starting to find your groove. It's okay, obviously, to ask questions. And in most organizations, it's, it's a good thing to ask questions at any time. It saves a lot of wasted energy and effort uh, from people going off track. But I think that's been one of the things I've noticed in this mm -hmm. new role is uh, I can get into a day now and have a pretty good understanding of what I'm going to try and do and get out of it. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part is when you start a new job and you're just getting to work every day, twiddling your fingers, wondering like, yeah. what am I supposed to do today? No one's told me anything. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that you're not experiencing that. Yeah. And it's a very, like my role is very much of a, an entrepreneurial self-starters type of thing. A lot of sales jobs are, and for some folks, it may be, you know, they're, they're working as part of a larger team and they have a very specific assignment within that team. And maybe there's a bottleneck there and you're waiting and that's okay. I'm, I'm not saying that my situation is ideal or perfect or what everyone should be striving for, but uh, mm -hmm. it can be normal for someone in my situation. Nice. Cool. What else should we cover off on this really interesting topic? I would say one more thing that I think is really important is to just like, and it's in line with the checking and with the going slow is just always check it with yourself at the end, like at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, and just make sure you're, you know, doing what you need to do to take care of your mental health and your energy levels, especially starting a new job. It could be really easy to just like get stuck in back-to-back -back meetings from morning till evening. Mm -hmm. um, and always taking that time to just like give yourself a break. Like yesterday, one of my colleagues asked me to hop on a call and I had to say like, no, I'm actually outside right now. And I'm going to stay outside for the next like 15, 20 minutes. So like for me, I'm trying really hard to maintain like good boundaries right from the start. And the guy in that like taps into the, just not feeling like you have to say yes to everything all at once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Setting expectations around how you work. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, if you don't do it now, there's a really good chance that, uh, someone's going to do it for you and it may not be to your liking and it's hard to change that later on. Yeah. So just being firm with your own personal boundaries, like right mm. from the start, I think you have a good opportunity when you're starting a job to think about that very um, intentionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The last thing that comes to mind for me on this topic is the idea that um, for, I don't know, maybe 99.9% .9 of people starting in a new role is a pretty stressful life event. And most really great organizations understand that with their new employees. Mm -hmm. And if they don't understand that, if they're not empathetic or they're not willing to really cooperate with people as they're going through their onboarding, that's a pretty solid red flag for down the road. So something to keep an eye on. I'm not saying it's the be all and end all, but it's a great chance for someone who's just starting out to really measure what the organization is like and, and get a sense of how they may fit in long-term. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. And, you know, go easy on yourself. If you are a little stressed, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a great sleeper. I sleep 10 30 to seven o'clock every night. I don't miss a beat. And definitely the last three Sundays in a row, I've been like tossing and turning until three, four o'clock in the morning. I just have like such jitters 
like I'm not even cognizantly aware or like allow myself to express the stress or nerves, but it comes out on Sundays when I'm not sleeping. Uh-huh. So just be good to yourself and meditate and, you know, take a hot bath. Love it. Yeah. The rules of self-care by say by Stacey Polak. I love it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you get back to your regular sleep routine soon. Me too. I'm cranky when I don't sleep. <laughs> uh, same here. Cool. I think we can probably call it a week at that for this really interesting discussion. If you, dear listener, are starting out in a new role, it'd be really awesome to hear from you. You can always reach out to me by email, mike at coachwazo.com. Mike at coachwazo.com. I'd love to just hear your story. But uh, otherwise, for the Career Builders podcast, I'm Mike Bird. And I'm Stacey Pollack. And we hope you are having an amazingly, swimmingly slow, but going faster week. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll join us again soon. Bye for now. Hey, dear listener. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Career Builders podcast. If you love the show and want to help us spread our message further and reach new listeners, would you consider leaving a rating and review of TCBP on Apple Podcasts? Without a doubt, your help would be much appreciated. On behalf of Lisa and myself, thanks, and we'll catch you again next week. Bye for now.